Welcome to So This Is Love. My name's Aaron. And my name's Leslie. And this is episode 97. Episode 97. I have to look at the computer again. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, I hope everybody's week has been really good. Ours has been okay. <laughs> and we'll get into that in just a second. Mm-hmm. But welcome back, everybody. And yeah, episode 97. And just so you guys know, today's Sunday. Yeah. We were supposed to record this podcast last Monday. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. But what happened, Leslie? But it didn't get done. Why not, Leslie? Because you were too tired. Aaron was too tired? Uh-huh. I was too tired. Yeah. Interesting. That's what you said. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You said you were tired, and then you said I was being mean to you. That you had been mean. Yeah. And so that was why you didn't want to record a podcast, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, something that I realized from Monday night was... It's it's been our date night, like our new date night, and and then we're going to record the the podcast episode. The first night it worked really really well because we had dinner at home, we didn't have to go anywhere, and then we recorded the episode. But I think that's the, the it was also the problem with that we were having on Thursday nights, and I never just realized it. We would go out to eat, and then. On on a good night, we would come back straight after the the dinner and right. then record a podcast. But when you're out, then you remember, oh, we need to stop at Walmart. Oh, we need to stop at Target. Target. We need to go do this, and it just be like it prolongs the evening so much. By the time we get back, it's just like I thought the same thing too. too I was like, you know, if we're gonna do our podcast on Monday night, we just need to stay in for dinner. Yeah, but I don't like doing that. That's cool. I I just I feel like. That either we need to go have a, a meal and that's it and just come straight back, or have have dinner here, record the podcast, and then we can have like I mean we're gonna buy food on other nights like we're gonna go out. Yeah, but I just don't like to call staying at home date night. But it is if we're together and we're like not watching TV, we're not on our phones. Yeah, but that's exactly what happens when we're home. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Because we could not do that. And I mean, Okay, well, if we can set those boundaries, then... Yeah. Or even if we're sitting down and, and watching a show together, like, we're not on our phones. We're eating, and, and we're getting ready to come record the podcast. Okay. It's... I don't know. We'll try it. Yeah. Um. But so that's what happened on Monday, and then Leslie got sick. Well, I didn't get sick on Monday. No, 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 but like, in the week... Um, I spent a lot of, well, that was kind of the thing is that Monday, um, so Monday I took my mom to the doctor Yeah. and, um, she had to go see the heart doctor because she's been having some issues with one of her feet mm-hmm. and they thought maybe it was a circulation issue and they said, yes, that's exactly what it is. So they wanted to do like a angiogram on her leg Yeah. and he was like, the doctor was like, we need to do that on Wednesday. So, I went to work on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, I didn't go to work all day because mom had to be in the hospital all day. Mm -hmm. So, I was with mom in the hospital all day. I thought she was going to get to come home. Yeah. But the doctor said, no, she's not going home because he did have some blockages that he had to dissolve. And so, when they have to do that, they make them stay overnight. To monitor. Right. And that's good. Yeah. So, she stayed the night, and um, you closed on... Wednesday. Wednesday. So I got home like right before you. Mm-hmm. 
And I picked up food. Did I pick up food? I don't remember. I don't even know. All I know is on Thursday, I didn't go to work either because my mom was being discharged at 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. She didn't really get discharged till eleven thirty. No, so late, yeah. <laughs> and um, and then I had to get her home and make sure that she got ready for dialysis because that was a dialysis day. Mm-hmm. And then we had Fortress that day, so I was I was exhausted. And you still had to pick up her medication. <laughs> and I still had to pick up all her meds, so I was like, no. And so I called my work and I said, you know, <coughs> I think I'm just gonna stay home and rest. And they were like, no, you need to do that. Yeah. I did that. Mom came home from dialysis, from dialysis, and then we left for Fortress. Mm-hmm. And um, then you started not feeling well. Um, that night after yeah. we got home, <coughs> um, like when I woke up on Friday morning, my throat kind of hurt, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No." But looking back at it, I realized that. So Friday, I was like, by the time Friday night came around for Celebrate Recovery, like. My throat hurt so bad. My mm-hmm. head hurt. I was tired. But I pushed through. Yeah. And um, Saturday morning, I got up to go and do the coffee talk for our women's ministry. Yeah. I'm a part of the women's ministry. And um, I was feeling really bad. hmm And I just stayed for, like, the small group time. And then <coughs> my nose was already running, and I just wasn't feeling well. They're like, you need to go home. Yeah. Well, it looks like you have a sinus infection. Mm. And so I came home. And I slept. Yeah. <laughs> until mom got out of dialysis. And then uh, I woke up. And then you came home and you took care of me because I was sick. Well, we had planned to go out. Yeah. We, we were supposed to go to a birthday party at the island. Yeah. But I just couldn't. And you no. were really tired too. I was exhausted. I just, I, I'm still tired. Yeah. Even though, like, to normally on Sundays we, we go to church, we get out by like three, we eat lunch. Uh, we come home for a bit, and then we hang out with friends afterwards. Uh, and normally, we're still there at this time. Yeah. But, you know, today, like, you didn't even come to church because you were sick and you were resting. I didn't have a voice yesterday. Yeah. Like, I sounded like a very old man who smoked three <laughs> packs of cigarettes a day. Um, and then <coughs> I brought lunch. We ate. We took a nap. Um, we got up. I went and got some water and some other things. Um, and, and then we sat down to record the podcast, but I'm still really tired. Yeah. Like, well, we had a really, we had a really busy week and the week before that we had a really busy week. Yeah. And the, um, I know the time change doesn't happen till November. Yeah. But this month is always a really hard month for me. September? <laughs> um, no, October coming to October oh. like this. We're headed up onto October. Yeah. October is always a busy month. I don't know why. I have something every weekend. Mm-hmm. In October. It's our anniversary. About. It's our <coughs> 100th episode. I've got a women's event. Mm-hmm. We have my niece's birthday party. My, my nephew's, nephew's birthday, birthday party. And they're both out of town. Yeah. And, you know, this is just life. It's crazy. It's called adulting. Yeah. <laughs> Not always the best. No, I'm so I'm really tired. And I know that's why I probably got sick, like... That and the season change because so Saturday morning someone said happy first day of fall and that's I was right. like that's why I'm sick. But you were also in the hospital all day on Wednesday. Yeah, but still. I mean, still. It, it, I think it's an accumulation of all those things. Being but, tired and yeah. just everything. So, mm-hmm. so that's where I am. I'm trying not to like let this turn into bronchitis. I've been taking all the medicine. <sighs> no, no, no. And uh, no, no. 
last night I couldn't breathe for a little while, so I had to get up and you got my inhaler for me. Yes. Because I was going to have a panic attack. I asked attack. you if you had taken your inhaler <coughs> and you said no, and yeah. I was like, why? <laughs> Do you want to kill me? I don't understand. Kill you? Yeah. You my mean ears, myself. <laughs> my poor ears with all the coughing. Yeah. But I couldn't breathe, and so like I was about to have a panic attack in the middle of the night. And uh, But once I took my inhaler, I passed out. Yeah. I was like, out. I'm glad. And, um... And luckily, I... <laughs> you, you... So when Leslie gets... Well, just on a regular basis, and we've discussed this on the podcast, how <laughs> Leslie needs things from me. It's like, all always. the time. I always like, things all the time. Because she doesn't have two perfectly good legs. Why else do people get married? <laughs> to be weighted on hand and foot, of yeah, course. I yeah. do it for you, too. Right. So... Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm going to remember that <laughs> when your back is broken and when you can't move, like when you've fallen on your behind, like I'm going to remember that. <laughs> your face was priceless. It was awesome. Um, but so for whatever reason, Leslie just decided that she needed to take uh, her temperature, even though I told her she was she didn't have a fever. Well, because mom's provider asked me if I had a fever. And I was like, I don't think so. But no, here's the thing. My didn't. temperature runs very low on a normal basis. Yeah. Like, my temper, I'm always cold. Like, mm-hmm. I run at, like, 93, 94. And that's not normal, but that is what it is. <coughs> so, when I check my temperature and I'm at 98.6, that's not normal for me. That's a elevated <laughs> temperature, mm-hmm. you know? But so. it's still a normal temperature. To the world. Yes. But not to... By, um, not to me. <laughs> um, and so Leslie, of course, wanted the thermometer, and the thermometer was nowhere to be found. Had to go scouring. We the found two of our, them, though. I did find two. <laughs> but in in finding that, I also found a couple of different things that, like, were like, hey, we're going to go. And one of them was your inhaler, yeah. the second inhaler, yeah. not the first one. The albuterol. Yeah. Um, so when you asked for it, I was like, oh, I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like being was... sick, guys. No, I don't like when you're sick either. I can't do anything for myself. That's how I feel anyway. Robert came by to drop off the t-shirts last night. Uh-huh. And I walked out and I was like, Leslie's sick. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> he like he knew. He knew. Uh, but, you know. I can't do anything for myself. And then you're just like... <laughs> not happy about it. And I was just, I was expecting one thing because we had planned stuff. And then, yeah, you got sick. So, of course, like, we're not going to do that. Uh, but then, like, even even then, like, I got home and you were like, oh, we're having tacos. I was like, okay, cool. Um, well, because so it was the easiest, fastest thing I could think of. Because yeah. we already had the chicken made, and we yes. just had to pick up tortillas. Exactly. And so you, you asked me to bring the tortillas. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, cool. So everything's done. All we need are the tortillas, but false. Everything is, was done. No. The chicken was cooked. The no. lettuce and the tomato were chopped. Okay. One <laughs> thing was done. What do you mean one thing was well, done? Well, the lettuce and tomato came, came from somewhere else. I like, already chopped. I chopped it. Oh, okay. All of that, I but chopped. But it was for something else. It was like leftover <laughs> or something. Yeah, but I still prepared all of that. Yes. Uh, but then they got home and it's like, it's it's like you get um, uh, one of those, like when you're a kid and you get a toy and there's like some assembly required. Uh-huh. That's what dinner was that night. 
Oh, yeah. For ta- me. Tacos require assembly. Well, yes. <laughs> it was more assembly than I thought was going to be necessary. But you were sick and dying, so I, I just, I don't know why it didn't click in my brain that, like, you didn't get up and take care of this. Like, well, you were you, I also don't there. want you to get sick by me touching all the things. I know. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter how much I wash my hands, I'm still going to get you sick if I'm touching all the food you're going to put inside of your body. Yeah. Made me think of typhoid, Mary. That's exactly who I am when I'm sick. Oh, you're not. <laughs> Your name's Leslie. Typhoid Leslie. At work, they make fun of me because I'm always coughing. Oh, but that's just you. And, like, because of my asthma. Like, yeah. my allergy-induced asthma. So, half of the year, I have a cough. Yeah, it's terrible. Everyone's like, you're you still coughing? And I'm like, yeah, still coughing. But it's so much better now that you have your inhalers because before, it was... Yeah, but I hate to use them. Why? I hate using them because I hate putting all that extra stuff in my body. Like, I already take a lot of medication for my diabetes and my high blood pressure. And now I have to inhale this stuff, you know? Inhale it. I know, but it's not good for you. How is it not good for you if it helps you? It's not toxic. It's necessary for healing. Oh, well, this is a whole other conversation on a whole other day. It's, It's okay for you because the doctors give it to you. I get that. But it's still not good to put all this stuff into your body. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Take your inhalers. I do. Okay, good. But I'm telling you that I don't like to. <laughs> which is why part of why I jumped on the essential oils train because they do help me. And they don't always, re- like when I'm kind, like when I'm just a little bit sick, then mm-hmm. I can do something with essential oils and I'm okay. When I'm a lot sick, then I usually have to do medicine. Yes. <coughs> medicine is good. Uh, so tonight we wanted to talk, we, we always, you know, on our podcast do like a relationship thing. Um, so this is love, mm-hmm. right? And tonight we, we wanted to talk a little bit about what toxic relationships uh-huh. are like and to, you know, people, I mean, for, for something with the negative name like that, toxic relationships, you'd think it'd be easy to avoid. But they're not. No, because sometimes it's hard to... To know when you're in a toxic relationship or, or what a toxic relationship looks like. And even in healthy relationships, it it's really easy to fall into um, something that is a distraction. Right. And keeps you from doing the things that you know <coughs> that, that, that either are good for you or that God wants you to do. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and I'm not, when we talked about talking about this, I was like... It's not just in love relationships. Like, this can be in family relationships. This can be in friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've both experienced that all the ways. Yes. You know? Um, And it's hard. I think, I know, for me, it's hard to, well, it was before, hard for me to say, like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to stay away from this person. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard, especially when you're really close to someone, you know, but often (laughs) you think you're close to this person and that other person does not think that. No. And that's just, you know, like, I think for me, as I like think about it, like I think about one of the ways that I figure out that something is toxic or when I'm talking to somebody else Mm -hmm. and they're telling me about this friendship or this family relationship or even boyfriend, girlfriend situation, like they always feel like they're walking on eggshells. Yeah. Like whatever they do isn't good enough. Um, like whatever they say just gets on their nerves, Mm -hmm. you know, they breathe wrong and it's like, 
you know, or you can't talk about specific things with them because it just turns into this big battle. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and that's one of the things, like, I think about, like, if I was with, like, I'm with you all the time, and if if I felt like I was walking on eggshells all the time, like, that would suck. Yeah. You know? No. I mean, I remember at some point in our marriage, in those years where it wasn't good, mm-hmm. there were days it felt that way, mm-hmm. you know? And I know you felt that way with me before as well, and it's usually when I'm not doing good. Yeah. <clears throat> but being able to talk to somebody about it and be like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, that's how you know it's not so toxic, because you can talk to the person and be mm-hmm. like... And you can work through it. And you can work through it. So I'm not saying that walking on eggshells with someone means that you should never speak to them again. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But what... If you have a friend or a relationship or a family member where you always feel like you're walking on eggshells with them, like, talk to them. Say, like, hey, have I done something to offend you? Mm -hmm. Because this is how I feel when I'm around you. And if you can't work through it and it turns into a big old fight and it's not able to be worked through, well, then it might be one of those relationships you kind of need to let go. Yeah. And not forever. Oops, sorry. (laughs) Not forever. But maybe for a little while. Mm -hmm. until, Because maybe it's you. Yeah. Maybe it's them. <laughs> we don't know because we're not in the situation, but yeah. we know that with us, it's usually either us or the other person, mm-hmm. just depending on what's going on. And some of those relationships can be, I mean, really bad and, and obviously negative, like <clears throat> somebody's addicted to drugs or alcohol, or you're in an abusive relationship. And I don't, I mean, not to, not to sound, what's the word? Maybe like inconsiderate or insensitive, but something like that for me has always been an obvious thing. Like, why would you do that? Why would you stay in this relationship? Which you know is bad. But the the reasons or the reasoning (coughs) that people have for staying in those relationships, like there are many. Because maybe this is all that they know yeah. about love or all they know about being in a relationship or all that they expect. Or just like we talked about last week where their self-worth is so, you know, diminished that they, they believe this is all that they're worth. Yeah. Like this is all that they deserve right. in a relationship and they're just happy to have somebody. All right. But there's so much more. Yeah. Than, than somebody yelling at you, somebody like disrespecting you, um, somebody abusing you, like physically, emotionally, yeah. verbally. Yeah. It's this even is, sexually. Cause that's happened all know? the time. Yeah. And yes, you deserve more than that. Like you deserve way more than that. You deserve to be happy Yeah, and getting out of those types of relationships is hard. And then that's why we talk about being in a community and, and having people in your life that not just, ask you hard questions, but can help you through and things like that. And even, I mean, but somebody who doesn't have that maybe is listening to that this today and thinking like, I don't have that community because I'm not really allowed to have that community. Yeah. That is a red flag. Mm -hmm. If your friend or your family member or your boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse does not allow you to have other relationships outside of your marriage, Especially like women with women. Yes. Or even men with men. Mm-hmm. You know, if your wife doesn't let you have relationships with men, like, I think that that is something that you need to look at and talk about with each other. Yeah. I mean, like, is there a reason that you don't allow me 
to go out with my girlfriends or allow me to have friends or mm-hmm. allow me to go to church or allow me to go to um, this mom's group or, you know? Yeah. <coughs> because friendships are vital. Yeah. In any relationship. Like, you should never be isolated to one person. No. That's not how you because live your life. one person isn't going to be able to give you everything that you need. No. First of all, Jesus is the only one who can give you everything you need. In case you didn't know that this is a Christian podcast. Yes. We do love God. We love Jesus. We have relationships with him. And so if that is something that you're like, oh, that sounds weird. Send me an email. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know? When it, when it, when it comes down to it, just like Leslie said, we as Christians need to look to God. For what we need. All of our fulfillment. Everything. And in meeting those needs, he sends different people into our lives. Starts with your spouse. Mm-hmm. or I mean, with your family, mm-hmm. right? Um, starts with, the, and then your spouse, and then your church, and your friends. That collective community is a support system for you. That God uses to help you through life. Yeah. Because we need that help. Yeah. But just like in... In a lot of, of marriages and in a lot of relationships, one or both parties are looking to the other to supply <coughs> their every, not just like desire, but emotional need, emotional well-being, physical need, physical well-being. Like they just uh, have this unrealistic expectation of what a relationship is supposed to be like. And sometimes that can turn sour and that's when it becomes toxic, right? right? Because... When one person, you know, the man or the woman is, like you said, being controlling, it's because they are expecting that also from the other person. They're expecting them to meet the need. And why do we need anybody else? Right. We have each other. Right. Why would you want to talk to somebody else about our marriage? Yeah. You why would need you want to talk, talk to, to somebody else about our, our family? Yeah. You can talk to me. Uh-huh. I'm here. Yeah. And yeah, you can. You Am can I talk not to, enough? You can talk to each other about those things. Yeah. But... When you're walking on eggshells, Mm -hmm. that's your first red flag. Like, you want to talk to this person, but you're afraid to. Okay, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know? So rewind. Talk about it. And then if they say no, you can't talk to somebody else about it. Another red flag. Yes. You know? (coughs) Um, And there are, you know, I know, like, it's terrible, the statistics... Are, are terrible of people who die mm-hmm. being in these relationships who are beaten and bruised and battered trying to get out of these relationships yeah. murdered the statistics are horrendous but i mean you have to know that although there is the chance of that happening like there are ways for you to get help yes you know and it's and it's not easy it's a hard decision to make mm-hmm. I think I think the part of the reason that I wanted to talk about toxic relationships tonight is because I want people to know from the get-go, if you're in a new relationship and you start to see these little things, oh no, get out. Yeah, you know? And we talk we, to somebody. <laughs> we mentioned this a couple of episodes ago where like red flags are red flags. Yeah. They're not just, oh, you know, I can fix that. No. Right. No, mm-hmm. there is there are some things that are beyond the scope of fixing. Yeah. Like there there are some deep-seated issues that you are not Capable of fixing. Well, not just capable, <laughs> but you are not, like, you are not a trained professional. Right. Well, neither are we, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. But that's why we, we're here to say, like, seek, 
trained professional help. Yeah. If if you struggle with something like that, or if you are in that type of relationship, you go find someone who has the ability to help you. Right, and you can find somebody at a local church. Mm-hmm. You can um, find someone at the Friendship of Batter Women. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll list some other places where you mm-hmm. can get help. A counseling center. <coughs> Um, a therapist, like there are lots of different places where you can go to be heard, yeah, and find the help that you need to to like to break free if that's the type of situation that you're in, or to stop being controlling, right? Because let's say you're in a relationship and and you're the controlling party, and you just feel like you can't stop, like like this this needs to happen. This is but you know you want to. Yeah. Don't try to do it alone. No, because it'll just make you more angry. <laughs> it'll make things harder. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it too many times. Get help. Like, yeah. You have to admit that you be, need the help. Yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't try to do it by yourself. Yeah. Don't try to do it in your own strength or anything like that. Like, ask for help. Yeah, it's vulnerable and nobody likes to feel vulnerable and no one likes to admit like i have a problem yeah but i mean if you want if you want a better life and if you want to provide a better life for the people around you with their interaction with you then then really that's your only option Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot of strength to do that yeah 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 and so um just some other like maybe i thought about some like little red flags that might Mm-hmm. Whether it be in a friendship or in a relationship, I think with friendships, like you think about, like you can never get your way. Like yeah. you, you're never right. You're always wrong. That mm-hmm. other person is always right. You're never. You're never right, and mm-hmm. nothing you say is ever correct. Yeah, like that's a red flag. Um, when bad behavior is encouraged, yes. Like here's the thing, and I just had this conversation with some girls the other night. Like I was talking to them about friendships and how. We can have good Christian, godly relationships mm-hmm. in our life who take us away from God because they still do things on the side that maybe they think God doesn't pay attention to, or they're just like, oh, it's not a big deal, you know? <laughs> God doesn't pay attention You know? To. Yeah, like, no, that's funny. You know, they smoke pot on the weekends, or mm. they steal, mm-hmm. but they still come to church, and they're in small groups, and they're doing all these things, but, and they're encouraging you to do these things. No. Don't do it. Run yeah. away. Far away. <laughs> <coughs> and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to tattle on them. No. But you have got to move away from that, you know? Um, I think also feeling like you're like like you're lied to constantly. Mm-hmm. Um someone who as someone who's married and your husband maybe lies to you about where he's been all night. Mm. You know, or your friend tells you uh, no, I'm not going to hang out with you tonight because I'm just going to stay home. But then Instagram says differently. <laughs> you know? Maybe that friend just isn't that into you. Yeah. And that's okay. But you just need to find your way out of it. Like, don't try to, like, get back in there and be like, oh, but what about me? No. No. There are there are other people that you can be friends with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what was the other thing I was thinking? Um... Did you have any that you thought of? Well, even in like not, I mean, I wouldn't call it a toxic relationship, but even in in your healthy relationships, it can be really easy to get into a place that is unhealthy uh-huh. by, you know, like 
not knowing what your boundaries are and, and just getting caught up in the, the friendship, caught up in the relationship, you can invest so much of your time, so much of your effort into, you know, like spending time with them or being around them that you kind of forget your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I've, that's happened to us before. Yeah. And it's like, well, well, no, like you, you are still yourself. You still need to, you, you have your world that you still need to participate in. Yeah. And your friends don't always have a say or, you know, a role in that. Right. Like in, you know, for us in our marriage, like <laughs> our friends don't need to dictate our relationship. Right. And they don't. No, None exactly. Friends do. And that's never happened to us, but it, it is something <laughs> that like people um, get into. I, it makes me think of, uh, what's, what's that show? How I Met Your Mother. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're these, these, this, this married couple, and they were married for like almost the whole show. And they were trying to find like their couple friends. Yeah. And whenever like, they met a new couple friends, like the old couple friends would be all jealous and they'd be like, no, we need, you know, new, like, like besties or whatever. Yeah. And then these other two people got, got together and then they, they didn't get together. And so they were, it, but the whole, like it caused them so much emotional turmoil right. that they were like laying in bed eating ice cream. Like, why don't they love us? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah. We've been there. And I get that, but. <coughs> at the end of the day, you know, your life goes on. Right. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And friendships come and go, and some of them stay. Right. And you have friends for life, and they become your family. Right. But they are not the end-all and be-all of your emotional, like, well, health. Yes, well Emotional well-being. Yeah. Like, they're there, and you're there to support one another, but not to control each other's lives. Right. Or, you know, be the barometer for happiness. Right. Yeah, this is very true. You can't you can't look to it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, another thing that I was thinking about: um, your friendship is totally one sided. Oh, Ugh. you know, I'm gonna like. I work really hard to not allow this to happen in my friendships. Okay, mm-hmm. I have amazing girlfriends, yeah. like amazing girlfriends. God has blessed me with amazing women in my life. Who, when I'm sick, they bring me medicine. Yeah, when I'm sick. They bring me a Diet Mountain Dew and Chick-fil-A. They make sure I eat yes. when I'm sick. Yes, you know? please feed my wife when I'm not <coughs> You know, like, we take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, if one of their kids needs a ride or needs is sick at school, like, you know, I'm on all of their kids' lists to pick up. Like, yeah. I'm considered an aunt and I can pick up, mm-hmm. you know. Mexican aunt. A Mexican aunt, yeah. <laughs> we take care of each other. It's not one-sided. No. No one wants a one-sided friendship. No. Or a one-sided relationship, for that matter. Mm-hmm. There's that song, um, You Find Out Who Your Friends Are. Have you heard that song? It's a country song. It's super yeah, sure funny. Like you're just stranded on the side of the road and nobody comes for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's when, when times are hard, you find out who your friends are, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so just think about those things. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I work really hard so that my friendships are not one-sided. Because mm-hmm. it, it easily can turn that way, yeah. you know? Um, and some people kind of want it that way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't need to do anything for you. You're going to do everything for me and that's it. But no, you know, that's, that's not, that's not healthy either. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, I think about two friends who are super competitive. Okay. Like, 
And not in, not like in a competitive way in that like you play games and you're competitive with each other. But like the one-upper. Oh, yeah. Like the one-upper. <sighs> <sighs> the one who's always one-upping you. And I sometimes will say that when I'm talking to my girlfriends, we'll be talking and I'll be like, I'm not trying to one-up you. <laughs> but just so you know, you know. This is my really, this is my experience. Yeah. This happened to me. Yeah, so. The other, <coughs> the other, like, side of the coin is, you know, because we talk a lot, of, you know, in a toxic relationship, we talk a lot about the abuser. hmm But you don't hear a lot, at least from my perspective, of the person who just doesn't say anything. Like oh, the yeah. martyr, yeah. so to speak, of... You're 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 maybe in a healthy relationship, and then something doesn't go the way you want it to, or or like you get hurt, your feelings hurt by something, and then you don't say anything about it. Yeah. And then you get your feelings hurt again. Yeah. And you don't say anything about that. Yeah. And so then you just start to expect this from from this friendship, from this relationship, and you're like, oh, this is just how it is. Yeah, but this that's is your just fault. how we are. Because <laughs> you didn't say anything. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you you've made fun of me a little bit, and not like made fun of me, right. but I, you know, I I do things that are different. Um, I I talked about how with my friends, I I told them with my guy friends, I was like, look, guys, with my close guy friends, I, I said, I don't need you to have a conversation with me <laughs> on text message. You know, if I send you a meme or if I, you know, you send, I send you something funny or like, hey, this just happened. I don't need you to engage in, you know, a, a five hour five, text message. Thing well, not, not even you. five hours, but like a 10 minute conversation. <laughs> like, I don't need that. All I need to know is that you acknowledge my existence. You, you send me a thumbs up or like a, a hot LOL. Like, OK, just, you know, that's all I want. That's I really all though, I need. I wonder though too, do guys really text as much as women do? No. Yeah. They do not. Yeah. And that's why like I'm like that's really all I'm looking for. Because if I have if I text you and you're one of my close friends and I don't get a response from you for days, that doesn't make me feel good. Right. So I would rather just like you know, I don't I'm not looking for if I was looking for a conversation, I would call you. Right. And that, you know, but like, just be like, oh, that's funny. Or okay. Or whatever. And I'll do the same thing for you. You send me something innocuous and be like, oh, that's funny. And, and think, vice versa. Well, and I think it's important to invest in the friendships that you have. And that's part of having a healthy yes. relationship with someone, friendship, yeah. whatever, is that there has to be investment. Mm-hmm. Because I totally could have, and I did for a little bit, go... Well, maybe we're just not as close as I thought we were, or right. you know, maybe they don't like hearing from me, or you know, like maybe I don't know, you know, all of these thoughts spiral, and then I was like, no, I'm this is not this is not a thing, <clears throat> this is not my life, right? I'm just gonna be like, hey, this is all I need, right. and if if will please just give that to me, then we'll be okay <laughs> because we're friends, right. and I can ask that, yeah, and you know, I. From a guy's perspective, I see you and your friends texting all the time. You all have conversations. I don't have conversations like that via text message or anything like that. I don't have conversations like that on the phone. It's because we're girls. I get it. But I'm like, do I want to have those conversations? I don't know. Like we even Marco Polo each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, mm, 
I can't get into that. I, I tried. I kind I kind of like it because it allows you to see the person's face while they're talking to you, and yeah. they get to say everything they need to say, and then you can respond to everything they had to say. So it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I can see that. But you know, that's for me to decide yeah. and to think about and be like, do I want that? If I do, well, how do I go about being like, hey guys, like. Can we talk more? I don't know. You know, like, this is uncharted territory for me, but I'm also not making that, um, what, what do you call it? I'm not, like, judging my relationships based on that because oh, right, I haven't yeah. said anything about it yet. Yeah, exactly. I haven't decided for myself yet. Right. But as far as the other one, like, just tell me that you you received this text message. Right. Like, if you send me a check mark or a thumbs up, like, that makes me happy. Yeah. I will be content with that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I know you 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 told me that was like weird or funny or whatever, but like I'm gonna say something. Well, no, I think I mean I have I have most all of my girlfriends respond even if it's just like a heart or yeah. like when they're busy. Like I know what times of the day they're busy, so I don't expect a text yeah. message reply right away, or mm-hmm. I don't expect that of them at all. No, <clears throat> because. We all have lives. Yeah. You know? And I get that text messaging is is basically like a like an instant message slash email. Like you're gonna get to it when you have a chance. Right. It is not you respond to me immediately. Right. But it, it, there's still the response. Oh yeah, like three days later if somebody hasn't it's responded not, to yeah, you. No. Yeah. Mm. That's weird. I would say something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm honestly I'm just kind of feeling like in my in my friendships right now, like we're super close girlfriends, uh-huh. and you know, like put all a bunch of estrogen in one room. Like you sometimes kind of wonder, is this going to go well or not? Combust, <laughs> but it always goes well, and yeah. we've just kind of learned to um, enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. We know when it's easy for one of us to say, like, "Hey, I'm sorry, like I'm just having a really bad day today. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, or whatever." Like we're able to talk about what's going on, yeah. so then we're able to show grace when we know. Okay, like that response wasn't normal, but I know she's having a really bad day. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> now, it wouldn't excuse, you know, bad, bad behavior. behavior. But we're able to be like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I get it, you mm-hmm. know? But but that's what I'm talking about when, when you're on the other side yeah. of that, where maybe you're, somebody is not being toxic or somebody is not being abusive, but you're allowing your feelings to... Um, kind of dictate how you believe this relationship is going. And if you don't say anything or if you don't do anything about it, then that could lead you down a path that is not healthy. Right. And like you said, in a family relationship, in a romantic relationship, in a friendship, like that, that's, that's an aspect of codependency that gets really murky. Yeah. And that's not fun. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I'm also learning, um, and this isn't in my relationships, but just being around other women and learning about their relationships. Like, people can be super manipulative mm. in their responses. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, no one, I haven't, like, it's just, in when you when you hear manipulative, you think, like, well, if you loved me, then you would do this. Ugh. No, but that's not what it is. It's just, like. It is kind of like that, but not, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that was a very manipulative response. Like, that is not Well, good. some people don't know that that's what they're doing <coughs> also is the thing. Or they're, I, I don't know, they, they've they said things in the past that have, like, that gets them what they want. Mm-hmm. But 
they don't know that it's a manipulative tactic. Mm. They just know, oh, I've done this, and this got me a good result. Right. So let me do that again. Yeah. And that's a part of life where you're like, oh, you know, I stopped at the stoplight and I didn't get in a car accident. Let me or do I that again. Get a ticket. Yeah. Or didn't get, you know, and that's a generalization, but for I think for some people who who haven't been exposed to the verbiage or, or know anything about um, controlling behavior, I think sometimes like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and they're like, "Oh, they don't know that that's what they're doing." Right. They don't know that they're like. Seeming nice, but they're being mean. Right. So I'm just going to be like, okay. <laughs> Did, you know, and, and, you know, go through it and then you'll know, talk about it later and be like, Do you, like, this is how it made me feel. Did you know why? And I've had conversations all my life because I say things like that. Mm-mm. Like I make comments and, and somebody will be like, you, you know, this was harsh or whatever. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then, but for me to, to learn and be like, oh, okay, so I shouldn't say that. Or I shouldn't say it in this way, or I shouldn't use those words in this tone of voice. Like right. that's how you get better. And those are the friendships I'm most grateful for. Yeah, the ones who come to you and say like, "Hey, that was kind of harsh." Mm-hmm. And then you're like, "What? I didn't mean it that way." Yeah. So then you don't do it again. You know. Yeah. And I used to be. Oh my gosh, I I, I say this a lot, but I was a terrible person growing up. Like, I was really bad. And part of my, part of my, I don't know if you want to call it psychosis, but part of just the way that I lived, I'm a middle child. So a thing that people talk a lot about with middle children is they're like the peacekeepers, but they're also like the troublemakers. Like they push the buttons and other people get in trouble. Oh. Or other people, like other people are fighting and you're like, oh, we're going to be nice now. We're going to like, I'm going to go to them both and like make it okay. I don't know anything about that because I'm just bossy. I'm yeah, you're a firstborn. Um, <laughs> but the underlying like nature of that is manipulation. Yeah. Like in a, in a negative way, right? Where how how can I do something or how can I make this happen? Like how can I make what I want to happen happen? Well, if I go to my mom and I tell her this, and then I go to my dad and I tell him this, and then I get them together. And then this is going to happen, and then I get what I want. You're sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, that's not nice. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was terrible. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, and so I did that, you know, through junior high, um, through elementary, through high school. Like, th- that's just, you know, how my brain formed, how my brain worked. Uh, and I, I do think part of it was being a middle child and just being like, oh, my gosh, like, we're going to be okay. And on the nice part of it, like... I work really well with helping people come to terms with things because I'm like, well, you can see it from this side, you can see it from that side, and we're just going to be okay. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out that well. But I didn't know that I was being manipulative. You know, I had no idea that that's what I was doing until I got older. And I was like, oh, I can get people to do what I want, but because... I'm using these these tactics or like I'm being I'm I am actively manipulating a situation like that's bad. Yeah. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> and so some people don't know. Yeah. You know, they don't know that that's what they're doing or that's what they're using in order to get what they want. Right. And then you're like, "Hey, 
That's, I don't know what's happening here, but... Yeah. And these are just kind of some things, like, just look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, on an up note, like, good, positive, like, healthy relationships. What do those look like? They look like mm-hmm. people who want to communicate with you, who want to encourage you, who yeah. want to walk alongside you through the hard times and not just during the good times, like, they're there. They don't leave, yeah. you know? And they're, <coughs> and they're not there to get something back right. either. Like, yeah, exactly. And sometimes that's weird for people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of friends who are like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this for you. And, and, and I'm like, and then I try to do something nice for them and they're like, no, 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 you don't have to. And I'm like, yes, I do. Like, and not because I'm trying to pay you back. Like, I want to do something nice for you. Yeah. Like, we're friends. Let mm-hmm. me do something nice for you. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's always interesting. That's always fun. It's always a fun conversation to have with people because they know that person usually knows, like I struggle with letting someone help me. I struggle with someone doing something nice for me Yeah. because in the past, anytime someone has done something nice for me, it comes with strings that are attached to it. And there are more people in the world like that than, you know, Mm -hmm. and of course I'm very, I, I don't, most people I, I'm really good at kind of feeling out people anyway. Uh-huh. I call it my spidey sense. And uh-huh. it's also known as discernment. But yeah. like I can usually be like, no, you don't need to do that for me. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate all of your help, but no. Because I know there will be strings attached. Mm-hmm. But there are most people that I know like, no, okay, thank you so much. I appreciate you doing that for me or getting me that or doing that yeah. or, you know. <coughs> and I can't. I can't even believe how many conversations I've had to have recently where it's like, this is okay. Yeah. I'm going to do this for you because I want to do this for you because it makes me feel good. Right. And it makes you feel good. And I don't want anything in return. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And you're going to accept it because this is what Jesus wants from us. Yeah. Like, and, and <laughs> like, okay, so... You know, we, every once in a while, we've got like a, you know, like a friend or whatever who was like, oh, I don't have any money to go out. And I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Like, I'm going to pay for you. Yeah. You know? And they're like, no. And I'm like, just come. Like, I want to hang out with you. I want to be with you. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for your tacos. Not like, it's not a big let deal. This little insignificant thing of you not having money for food. Right. To get in the way of that. Exactly. Like, that's, that's not a deal. Right, and, and it, it's always funny to me to see the reaction of like, oh, well, I'll pay you back. I'm like, you don't need to pay me back. Like, and I'm not, and I don't, I don't say that like in a boastful way, like, oh, we're doing this for you oh because like, but you know, some people will take it that way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not where it comes from for no. us. Like, we genuinely want to be with you. Like, if you don't have the money for your dinner, like, just come. Yeah. When I was, you know, 19 to 25. You never had money. I never had money. I had a job that paid me a hundred dollars a week. Yep. Like I had nothing. I was living on my own. Um, well, not on my own. I, you know, I had roommates Room- and stuff, yeah. but still on my own. And I don't know how many people fed me <laughs> or gave me money for you know something that I needed, and just out of the kindness of their hearts. Yeah. And they're like, you know, we don't want anything in return. Like this, let me do this for you. And I was like. Thank you. I feel so loved. Like, I'm going to, a great example is, so we have a a lady who helps us um, keep our house. Oh. Like, we have a housekeeper. And um, I got home early, and she's like, oh, I'm not done in your bathroom, but I'll be done. I said, that's fine. It's not a big deal. Like, I'm here. I was doing dishes anyway, Mm because there was dishes from breakfast, and I didn't want her to do them, so I was doing the dishes. (coughs) 
and I hear a big crash. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it broke. <laughs> and I just hear it go, oh no. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Are you okay? Like, did you hurt yourself? Did yeah. you cut yourself? And she's like, no, I dropped Aaron's cologne. And I was like, oh. Well, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? It's it not a big, I mean, it's not a big deal. No. And I was like, eh, no big deal. He's using oils anyway, you know? Yeah. And and then I texted you to tell you, like, it was a good thing we like the way your cologne smells because our bathroom's <laughs> going to smell like your cologne for a while. And um, and you told me, he's like, make sure you tell her that she does not need to replace that. No. And so I felt weird saying it, mm. but it came back and I was like, hey, I just want you to know, like, you don't need to replace that. She's like, what are you talking about? That I know that was like a $100 cologne. No. And I was like, it was a gift to Aaron, first of all. We yeah. did not pay for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, <coughs> I was like, and he's using oils right now, so it's not a big deal. Oh, Leslie, no. And I was like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And she was like, okay. But you could tell, like, she was so uncomfortable with it. And I was like, I'm not going to make you replace this $100 cologne that well, you no, wear not even, every once in a while, you not know? Not even, like, I'm going to make you. <laughs> I'm not going to let you have the guilt of now I have to replace it for you. Yeah. Like, you don't need that on your conscience. I'm not putting it on your conscience. Right. I don't expect it. Yeah. And I really don't want you to go out of your way to buy me an expensive cologne. Because I know how much that thing costs. Yeah. And... I mean, it didn't bother me at all that it was broken. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, that sucks. But you know, you're the one who taught me that. <laughs> because I grew up differently. Yeah. You know, if we broke something, oh, we were in trouble. Yeah. You know? And mostly with my grandparents and stuff, like my grandfather especially, it was a scary thing if you broke something. Mm. You know? So, and I know she kind of grew up the same way, so that's yeah. why I was like, it's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. So. Please do not replace that for yeah. me. I will be okay. And when I want to get it again, I will get it. And and, and then we're going to be fine. Right. And that's what I told her. And so I told her that. I'm glad I did because I don't want her to walk on eggshells and feel like no. she did this. And like, she's broken several of our plates. And she'll tell me like, I broke this plate today. And I was like, it's fine. It's just a plate. We you break know? things. I was like, I'm going to get new plates in 10 years anyway. Like, it's not a big deal. We use mostly paper plates. I have so many plates and cups in my cupboards that we don't even use. I was like, it's no big deal. You know. So, yeah. All right. And here we are at the end of episode 97. 97. Ooh, I can smell that. All the way over here. Yeah. So I can breathe. It's called Breathe Again. <laughs> That's, you know, apt. Yeah, it's a rollerball by Young Living. It has definitely been helping me these last couple of days. I'm glad. I can smell out of one nostril more than the other. <laughs> it's wonderful. Anyway, well, here we are at the end of episode 97. <laughs> just three away from our 100th episode. What are we going to do? I don't know. God we knows. do something fun. If anybody has any um, suggestions... Please send them now, immediately. <laughs> we have had so much going on and like just not even be able to think about it. And I'm like, maybe we should just wait till like 200. Like, no, I don't even know. That would be forever away. It would be another two years. The cool thing is, it's like it's our 100th episode. It's our anniversary. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot going on during that time. So like we can't even do like a party. No. So we're just trying to figure out what we can do. Um... Anyway, we would love for you to find us on Facebook. You can find us at So This Is Love Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at So This Is Love Podcast. 
and you can find us on Twitter at so this is love 10 we would also love it if I know we have some new listeners as of recent we'd love it if you would review us on the Apple podcast app mm-hmm. it's super easy you just have to hit whatever star and if you want to make leave a comment leave you a comment five. Whatever. a five star so, yeah a five star if you like <laughs> us if you don't like us tell us why I mean whatever I mean still leave the five star but tell us that would be nice <laughs> so send us an email send us an email tell me why you don't like us but anyway I did I heard that there was a birthday last week and I just wanted to say happy birthday to Andrew. Happy birthday, Andrew. And um, we, we talked with your aunt. She told us it was your birthday. Yeah. So we hope you had a great one. We shan't be singing. No. Because we're sick. Because we're sick. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> we hope you come back. We love you guys so much. Yeah. And uh, did you want to say anything else? No. I have nothing to add. It is still recovery month, so if you're looking for Celebrate Recovery, you can... We're going to leave a link so you can find Celebrate Recovery in your area. If there's a toxic relationship that you're struggling with, you know, this is a great place to go and talk to someone. Yeah. Uh, we'll also leave a few links to, like, um, Batter Women's Shelter and maybe a 1-800-LINE. Um, but, yeah, remember that you don't have to live your life alone. You don't. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye.